like, I saw one. Everyone would be like, fuck you, you didn't. That's not real. I remember that. And I remember when they were all like, pandas are real. And then they were in zoos. And now they're in zoos everywhere. And nobody's like, that guy down the street that thinks he saw a panda. No, like we accepted it now. That's how I feel about Bigfoot. That there's going to come this point where someone's going to be like, Aaron McGade, <laughs> we found one. We this found a carcass. This is how I or- feel about aliens. I'm like, okay, at some point, it's just going to be common knowledge. It has been before in the Here's past. The it thing, just though. isn't right now. They keep coming out and being like, I am one. And we're all like, sure you are. And we pull at their face like Scooby-Doo. And they're just like, oh, he's Like the return humans. of Jesus. Like everybody's like, he's coming back. And I'm like, okay, if this dude walked up to you today and said that he was Jesus and that he was back, what would you say? They'd be like, eh. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it, Jesus. You better be nice to him. You take him you, for real. <laughs> you think that's Jesus, but you think I'm weird because I carry essential oils. Cool. Good story. <laughs> Hypocrites. Oh, anyway, I love it. Pandas are real. Pandas are real. Okay. Hi, everybody. I am Amber O'Dell, your host of Access Elysium Podcast. And today I have one of my favorite people on the planet ever, the one, the only, the powerful Nikki Levine. In the universe. In the universe. Okay. Fair. I your also mention is bigger. Yes. I believe that you are one of my favorite characters and I manifested the fuck out of you. I'm not even a hundred percent sure all the time that you're real and I'm super okay with it. <laughs> I don't think I am either, so it's fine. <laughs> Yay, we all agree. I'm making all this shit up just so everybody knows. It's fucking well, all made up. Here's the thing. If you manifest hard enough, you can create like a split personality that's got its own agenda and he's like, I gotta be a work and you're like, We don't have a job. What are you what are you talking about? That's how I feel about you. At some point, you became sentient and you split off into your own dance buddy. Because I can fly. Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) I'm so good at it. Because I manifested that you could fly and that you'd have all these attachments. I'm so glad that you manifested that I could fly. It is one of my favorite things to do when I'm sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad I could be here for you. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm serious. So, I think there, there's such value in this idea that uh, that you can be so alone that you could turn to like scary thoughts, or you could be so alone that you're like, it's time to just make up my own reality. Mm-hmm. Let's just be real. I I uh, I got to see at Comic Con. I got to see which. Let me say that one more time. At Comic Con, so that, that you can sexy. begin to so you can begin to start pegging what kind of nerd I am. Oh, you're gonna, you're oh gonna... I know what kind of nerd you are. <laughs> <laughs> but the listeners don't yet. They're like, yes. oh, these girls sound fun. You have no idea. <laughs> um, at Comic-Con, I got to meet Adam Savage. Wait, and, I'm so bad with names. I'm ooh, so good with faces. Adam um, Savage. I mean, I like his name. He was one of the Mythbusters. Is one of the <gasps> oh, Mythbusters. Oh, yeah. The blonde? So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now he's a silver fox. Um <laughs> I'm sure I wasn't the only mom there having inappropriate thoughts about him. It's fine. That's Comic-Con's for. So not for, it's for a lot of things, not just moms. <laughs> but when I got to meet him, it really like it drove home this idea that you can manifest your own reality because his saying was always, I reject your reality and substitute my own. Mm-hmm. And I was at a very formidable age when I first heard that. And I was like, I really can just I can make up new friends and a new job and a new life and a new place that I want to live and I can make all of this real every day 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> like tomorrow, it's, it's special sauce. Something different if you want. <laughs> yes. In fact, I think next time we should be something different. I am all about this. I think I just keep doing this over and over and over again. As many awesome little creatures as I can. I'm down for being something weird. <laughs> I have definitely been other creatures. Yes. yes. There's 100% times when I'll be like at the zoo or the wildlife place and I'm just like, I feel you, bro. Like, I've been And I know that we've talked about this before, but how weird is it that when you're a kid... You have no concept of um, what you're supposed to have, the reality in your mind, you know? It's whatever you want it to be. And so going to the zoo for some reason, my favorite animal was the hippopotamus. And you would not think this because they smell like shit. As soon as you walk into that place, it's like, wham, hits you in the face. They just stink like shit. (laughs) And I'm like, ooh, this creature, I don't know. But, like, I just loved watching them under the water. They were so mysterious, and they could be down there for so long. I'm like, what are they doing down there? It was like this creature that could be on land and in water. It was like these two dimensions that it could live in. And I don't even know how long it was until I was a teenager when I saw them take a shit for the first time. And then I was kind of, (laughs) I I was traumatized. (laughs) Have you ever seen that? No, and I'm not Googling it, so no. Shit just <laughs> flies across the room and smacks against the wall. And I was like, and this is my spirit animal. <laughs> I will tell you, though, they me? they are super badass. Like hippos kill more people than sharks. Oh, by the way, I feel like I should give my disclaimer. Uh, everything I'm about to say is completely made up. <laughs> I don't know if any of this shit is true. Don't quote me on anything. And if you do... <laughs> This is what I try to tell people. I'm like, look, the only thing I'm ever claiming to be is me. So I have nothing to worry about. (laughs) There's no, I wish there was a PhD or a doctor or something behind my name. Because I think I would have been a great one. But it's just Amber Odell. (laughs) It's it's all it's got to be. Actually, when I introduce you, I introduce you as the great Amber Odell. Like always. And right out of the gate, people are like, okay. All right. I love this. We see what's going on here. (laughs) Okay. So just so we can like uh, plant some timelines for people. How long have we been friends now? Because honestly, I want to say a gazillion years, but it's just like. We have been primordial ooze together. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. Um, This lifetime. Okay. So I've been coaching for seven years. So, I mean, we're, we're probably coming up on 10 years. Oh my gosh it seems um, like 10 million because like, i can tell you when we went to jamaica which was oh yes trans motherfucking formative i was like you need a passport and you need to get it right now because <laughs> we're leaving the country bitch so <laughs> funny about that so have you heard me talk about when this vein comes out of my forehead if you look really close it actually says get your passport that's what it says so I in jamaica this. Um, we went to Jamaica in, that was such a fun trip. And my favorite picture is still you hanging over this tree (laughs) or you're just holding on to it. And your, and your eye makeup is fantastic and your reality is correct. 2016. Yep. This is me hanging on to a sexy tree. 
No, the one where we grabbed Elton's hand and he walked us through the crowd to the the beach party so that we were like VIP in there. And then me and Holly are going to town and you can't handle it. <laughs> are you talking one. about this one? <laughs> this is me. That's my favorite. Holding onto a tree with my yes. ass cheeks. Yes. What about the next one with the eyes, the makeup? I need that one. I don't know if that's what you want. That's oh. <laughs> just as gold. So good. <laughs> now we look crazy hot. I mean, we are so cute. We're some hot mamas back then. We're but so I mean, cute. we're, we're, we're hot, hot mamas now. now. I mean, I like this body keeps getting older, but I don't on the inside. I feel like I'm yeah. 22 forever. Luckily for me, um, the boys keep getting younger and more fantastic and more and more into <laughs> older women. And I am not mad about it at all. This is the very first um, experience that I had where I was attempting to twerk. Oh, and your sister holding on to the railing because mm -hmm. you need to do that your sister with the taught me guys. at the jungle yes. how to twerk that's super game face right there oh, and so this great. guy he's that's so the helicopter guy so brown you can barely see him <laughs> um i did i said you know what i deserve better <laughs> and i'm only <laughs> hashtag pussy control i'm only gonna put out in Jamaica, if motherfucker's got a helicopter key. <laughs> he, he <laughs> we talk about manifestation. <laughs> You've done such a great job of manifesting <laughs> your shit. It's unbelievable. Like it's contagious. When it works the first time, you're like, is that a fluke? And Holly is just like can't contain her, her uh, not reasoning with it at all she's like so is nikki just gonna move away from the ocean because wasn't that one of her life goals i was like first of all nikki's a gypsy and she's checked that box so who knows where she's going next i was like she'll be fine i love it here but it was just yesterday morning, I was sitting on the balcony, and if I face this way, it's the ocean. If I face this way, it's A1A Beachfront Avenue. It's not great. And enjoying both things, because there's a time and a place to watch like the Lamborghinis and all the crazy hustle of the, the street. But then I'm more beach vibe, and I want to settle somewhere where there's no sounds of alarms and grinders and buses and when I say grinder I mean like they're putting a building next to me not the app <laughs> although that's everywhere too <laughs> I, I want to be somewhere slower and you know how like some people will be like oh don't go there it's really touristy I'm like oh yeah I'm going there mm -hmm. I, I love tourist shit I love I the too. art I love the hustle I love yes. the food I don't care what That's kind of what meat I this want. is. I need the food. I need the music. I need the art. Mm -hmm. And then I need to find the weird things so that I can take mm -hmm. pictures of them and join in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. yep. Like when we went to Austin and I was like, what are we going to do in Austin now that the world shut down? And we found the Museum of the Weird. And I was like, could there be any better place for us to go right now? Yeah. <laughs> no. Museum of Weird. Uh, I didn't even know was there. And I didn't even know I needed that in my life. Yeah. There's so many times where I'll be like, I'm on, like it reminds me of a video game. Like I'm on this journey from here to here on this level. And then you meet a warlock and you're like, okay, like apparently this is a piece <laughs> of this. Like I have to collect all the gems, like, okay. And that seems to be like 
my life in a nutshell is like one magical quest to the next. It's so great. <laughs> like, honestly, I think the only thing I regret that we haven't done was I should have fucking gone into that alien museum that was in Colorado. Was it Colorado? Yes. When we were like, do we do it? Do we not? What do we got going on? Remember the weird one that I found in the corner where you could walk through it and they had all like the, the alien sets and... Well, we got to go do it. I know. Just put it on the calendar. I was like, we were right there. I should have done it. Here's what just happened. You just told the universe that you need an excuse to go back there. Mm-hmm. And now that's how manifestation works is now the universe is going to be like, hey, there's this thing that you have to do. And while you're there, you're going to do this. The other thing, and where I totally thought you were going with this, things that we <laughs> haven't done that we should have done already I've been keistering DMT for like <laughs> <laughs> yes. fucking years like, now. How is there a shelf life on this I shit? Hope not. I hope not. Oh my gosh. I don't think well, if it's anything like pot, I bought a drum for my son for like his tenth birthday. And when we were getting ready to give it to him, we opened it up the bag, the garage sale that we got it from, and there's a giant bag of weed in it, and it looked like it was probably a decade old, and we we're like, fuck it, let's smoke it. <laughs> And that was my son when he was dead. This was me and my husband. <laughs> Happy birthday. Yeah, no. So, and it, it still got me high. I feel like DMT's maybe, I don't, I don't know shit about DMT. But. My feeling about what happens when DMT goes bad is that everybody else goes to the door. We're going to go through the door and there's a amusement park on the other side. And there's seven oh. more colors than we can't see. That's what happens when you smoke old DMT. And that's yes. I love this. It's gonna be fine. Old DMT is wise DMT. Oh, like wine? Holy shit! Can you imagine (laughs) if I just need to hold on to this shit for a while, and then I can bring it out and be like, vintage age, two thousand four, guys. Who's in for this? We're gonna open this. (laughs) On like an eclipse, where we can be like, all right, here's like you have a timer and it's ticking and beep. Yeah, we need to decide. It's just always been like (laughs) other things planned that I was like I don't know if that we should do that in the middle of all the other festival shit definitely learn my lesson via somebody else's fuck up about being sure that you are in the right environment atmosphere environment yeah Mm -hmm. so Scott did DMT oh yeah and he was sitting at home this was after the divorce and like we weren't talking at this time. Now we're like weird friends. Like it's, it's great. But <laughs> at this point, I mean, you it, made people together. You, it's okay. It, yeah. He was at home, had a bunch of shitheads there and I call them transients. There's different people all the time. It doesn't matter. Um, at some point they're going to hear this and be like, Oh, we're homeless. Probably. <laughs> anyway, get it right. Edit. Get we it right. Edit that in post. Fuckers. There's a bunch of fuckers there at his it's house. Homeless people. <sighs> And they are. It's trash bags. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it keeps getting worse. <laughs> Sorry, Scott. <laughs> uh, anyway, Scott's got some friends over. And he decides, tonight's the night. Let's just do it. So Alexa decides that she's going to fuck with him. And there's... Wait, Alexa a person or Alexa the no, speaker? the computer. The... Okay. I'm yeah. just making sure. Just um, making sure. Alexa's playing music for this soiree, this classy trailer park party. <laughs> Fuck. The best. <laughs> I went to trailer park parties when I was in junior high. They were okay, fucking crazy. Too late to even protect him. Like, the, it's Scott, <laughs> my ex-husband. Levine, 5820. Okay. 
So <laughs> fuck it. So so Scott decides he's gonna do DMT tonight. And Alexa cues up the very next song is Odessa. Um, line of us. sight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Line mm-hmm. of sight. And he, instead of going to the doorway, goes to me on the beach that morning in Cabo dancing at sunrise. And he says he's right there. He's standing there right next to me on the beach again. He can feel the breeze and the sand under his feet. And I'm like, oh, man, of all the places for you to go, like, you can see the awesomeness in my uh-huh. view mm-hmm. compared to yours. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I bet he had a great time. He had a good time both times. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. He did it twice now? Well, once in real life and then once oh, on DMT. That's right. That's right. But he was like, of all the places that I could have gone, forward, backward, sideways, whatever, that's where I went. Mm-hmm. And I was like, eh. Oh, man, I want Odessa to take <coughs> me somewhere, too. <laughs> you, you know? I don't think you want to go to the beach with your ex-wife, though. <laughs> like, no. Yeah. Fucking. I, I think Odessa would be way better to me. <laughs> we have a connection. <laughs> we do. We go way back. Yeah, we're friends. They're going to do great things for me. When, when they finally announce that they're touring again, I, like, sent Our madhouse raid, like, <laughs> trying to get fucking tickets in... Not, not, no, we don't need VIP. We just wanted the box seats. Why can't the fucking box seats be available? And now we have to be with the people. Take <laughs> my money, but don't make me stand next to the peasants. I think yeah, this is lots of Holly always says. Like last Ubby Dubby, we're at Ubby Dubby in the VIP area, and she's just—I don't know—something happened to somebody down below, and you're just like, oh, and she's like, oh, that poor peasant. <laughs> <laughs> Poor pastors in GA. (laughs) Oh, are you thirsty? You can drink out of the toilets. Bye bye. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so now we're going to be contained, or we're just going to make our own little dance floor like I usually do. Yep. And then I I, definitely... it's like parting the Red Sea. You know, you just start mm-hmm. flailing your arms and legs a little bit more, and people get out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Watch out, motherfucker. There's more where that came from. And then this headbanging bullshit that I fucking accumulated from going to Ubby Dubby and Excision. I blame it on Excision. I am broken now. I can't go out without trying to headbang and then need a chiropractor immediately. Yes. And I think Excision also uh, is a good, but. Elenium at um, mm-hmm. Omnia. No, it was oh Omnia. When I when I saw them, we were up in the VIP, and we all were like grabbing a hold of the bar so that we could throw into yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That one got. You gotta me. rail it. You just gotta rail it. Yeah. I I on the way home, I was like, I am so glad that I am so high because this is gonna hurt so bad tomorrow. So fucking bad. <laughs> first freaky deaky i could not sleep right for three days i was like ha 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 i'm fucking old why am i head banging um it's my spirit animal i have a head because your friends spirit. do it <laughs> ah, and then i had the giant pink afro this last time and it just felt so good to feel it going kakoosh kakoosh and i was like make it do it i couldn't stop i definitely had an afro in a past life i am so 
bizarrely fascinated. I love your Afro wig. We need and to I'm do it And I'm that weird together. person that wants to come up and touch a stranger's Afro. And I'm like, no, you know I had you lots can't. of people touching my Afro. And one guy, because everybody at Ubby Dubby is just so lovely. Okay, I love this festival because everyone there is just fucking happy to be there. And they love everyone. And, and it's like the hippies <laughs> that have gone rogue and they've turned a little hard core into like all they want to do is show off their asses (laughs) i love it i love it but people would come up to me and this one guy was already touching my hair and another guy wanted to and he just kind of looked at me and i was like you can touch it (laughs) and the one already touching it was like oh my god i didn't ask permission and i was like you're fine babe you're fine That's how I feel about my butt. You could change yes. everything you said about your wig and there'll be somebody touching my butt. And I'm like, it's fine. It's I understand. Fine. You're on ecstasy. It takes one to know one. Nikki this and is- Holly are Nikki. Holly and Danny tried to do your, your, your butt jiggle. And they were like, this is Nikki. This is Nikki. And I'm like, yeah, almost. Still not doing it. You really have to act like you're trying to get your butt cheek off of you. It's almost like you have to let go uh, and just be completely loose to where the muscle just is boom, boom, boom. That's how you twerk. That's how I try to teach people. I'm like, just let it go, man. Just let it go. As if I'm the twerking queen. (laughs) Danny gets instantly embarrassed when I start dancing like that. But I'm like, you know you like it. I love it. Don't even act like you're all. I want to get it on video and just keep it forever. (laughs) What's really funny is when you watch it in slow-mo and it's like, is she okay? And that's my favorite part too, is putting it in (laughs) slow-mo. That's got to hurt. Nope. Can't feel it. (sighs) Okay. So I'm going to derail us and I'm going to turn a corner with you and we're going to talk about some weird shit. (laughs) I mean, as if we haven't been on already, but I want to talk about paradoxes. I feel like this could be a fun subject that I don't know that we've actually addressed specifically just in passing. You know what I mean? So a paradox is just something that exists and contradictory to his existence. You know what I mean? So I want to bring up some paradoxes and then you tell me of any paradoxes that you might see. So here's some like ones that everybody knows about so if we're getting into physics there is the paradox of time travel so we've got the grandfather paradox to where they say that if you are to travel back in time to your grandfather and you do anything to harm your grandfather nobody's gonna fucking hurt their grandfathers but this is just made up like the rest of our lives If you kill grandpa, then you will no longer exist in your timeline and you will have killed off yourself. So here's what I learned from Marvel. I love Marvel. Because Marvel is doing a really great job of getting us up to speed on um, principles that there's no other way in the world that the regular stupid general population would be able to um, catch up to some of this stuff. Like put it you in can try to, mm-hmm, you can try mm-hmm. to put it in the schools. I'm not gonna learn it. But if you put it in Marvel, I'll know it up, down, sideways, and I'll probably dress like one of the characters. Yep. So, what I learned from the new Loki spinoff. Oh, Loki. Wait, was, spinoff. Which one is that? Uh, he's got his own little miniseries now. Oh, the one on well, the Timekeepers. Fucking so many of them, Timekeepers. Yeah. So, okay. homework. Watch the timekeepers. It completely illuminates 
this concept. Is that, that the one where he has to go to court and they're uh-huh. going to charge him? Okay, I've seen it. Okay. I'm horrible so, at names. I won't even say it right. Let's say you are who we're talking about that's going to go back and kill your grandpa, which is, don't, don't do that. It's Nobody's tacky. doing that. No. So if you go back, you have already lived this line. So this, this timeline that you are leaving from has already happened. So to go back to yours is not going to happen. You may go back to one, but it starts this branch. And this branch is a new decision, so to speak, however you want to view what causes a branch off. But as soon as he arrives, it begins a branch because he, this is already like parallel out. universes. Yeah. Boop, they're made all a new one. laying on top of it. Yeah. So, so he can go back, but his lifetime, he already lived. That's already done. It's already on that line. So that's how I think about that paradox. You can go back and try to change something, but you're not changing it for the people you went to high school with. You're changing it for the people who are in that reality right now. Here, I love this. Here's what I think. So I feel like as soon as you step outside your own time box, you're automatically not going to affect your own time box. You're not in it anymore. You have left your time box. You're going to another time box and you're fucking with that one. You can come back to your time box and it is not affected by what you did outside of your time box. Yeah. You know, like, so you, if you want to go back and try to kill Hitler so that World War whatever doesn't happen, you're not killing him in your time box. You're killing him in a different time box. So now you're just fucking up somebody else's time box because maybe he's not even, I don't know, a horrible person in that time box. Yeah. Like, or maybe he is, and now somebody else is going to come forward and be even worse. What is, happens when you do that? Yeah. So there's a new show that, uh, I'm trying to think. Franco, James Franco mm-hmm. has a new show where he tries to go back and prevent Kennedy from being assassinated. Mm. And it does show that at the, oh, spoiler alert, it does show at the end that he gets back to his time to see that everything's going to be amazing and it's a total fucking shit show and his changes made everything so much worse so that show was a trip because it really drove home this idea that while you may think with your primitive little mind that if you go back and alter something it's going to make it better it's such a dick move. You're not move. all, no all, be all. You could really be fucking pulling a pin yep. in a grenade. It's a super dick move for you to think that you know better than what made the everything. Okay, so here's a good intro into what made the everything then. Okay, so here's another paradox for you. Praying. So we're going to talk about praying, the praying paradox. So this is very specific to those who are, I believe, Christian, Muslim, the Quran, the Bible, and one other thing. So if you are an organized religion and you believe that your God um, already has a plan and it's an omniscient, omniscient God. Uh Omniscient, yep. Yeah, so that means that um, they're outside of time. This God is outside of time, so he knows everything. He, I don't know why it's always a he. It should be an it, because it probably doesn't even have a penis. It, Technically, the it, Bible says It sounds says so little, though. They. Yes, they. We will make them in our image, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
so true okay so so they all they exist outside of time and they know everything that has happened is happening and will happen like the akashic records yeah exactly so Mm -hmm. if you believe in praying it's a paradox because if this is true the prayers (laughs) that you are having will have absolutely no effect on what God has already created for you whatsoever. If you pray for something and it happens, uh, it was supposed to happen and you had nothing to do with it. And if you pray for something and it doesn't happen, uh, that's because your prayers still don't work because you had nothing to do with it. So do prayers even work? So interesting thing to think about now that I live here in Miami, originally from Kansas, totally different world. The other cultures, this is such a melting pot, so many different cultures, religions, all here in Miami. And super fascinated by their religious iconography and their ideas of uh, curses and symbols and all this cool stuff. Like, couldn't be in a better place right now for me. One of the ones that I purchased, uh, you put on or near your door, and it is a blessed skin of a sheep that is signed with a prayer that says that all that those who dwell in this house are aware of their soul and their own right to it what this oh, is yeah. awesome uh-huh. what co- who is this this is jewish jewish yes Ooh, so I if like you think jewish. back to like the um the Egyptian time. Are they when, the ones with the little thing they put on the door? That looks uh-huh. like Chris found a bunch of those in Dallas. He yes. was like, what the hell is this? And yes. we had to like look it up and he was like, oh, it's a Jewish thing. Yes. They have a whole yeah. bunch of really cool stuff. Um, that one I absolutely love because I feel like it transcended this idea that my soul belongs to me right now, but it was somewhere before this and it's going somewhere after this and it's different than yours and it animates the meat puppet that is my body because when it's yes. not here, <laughs> I'm in trouble. Um, but they go so far as to say that they understand that not everybody's aware of that. And if there is something to be taking, harvesting, whatever, uh, what? Reincarnation. If there is something that can take yours, then they are, it's, it's a, you know, this idea that go take someone who isn't aware that they even have one. Because I'm using mine right now. That's next level shit right there. Oh, <laughs> tell me about it. Like, because these poor fucking humans, you know? These poor fucking humans, they don't even know. <laughs> Constantly like, manipulated. Always being manipulated. They Every have time no we get idea. hit by an asteroid, they have to start over again. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so the melting pot of cultures, when you're talking about um, praying... Uh, this idea that, uh, you know, I've had minimal, um, minimal times that I've had to have, got to have really good conversations with atheists. And when Scott first talked to me about like, you know, I wasn't raised with any kind of religion. And so you're a little bit over the top with everything that you got going on. I'm like, I don't know. And (laughs) so, so he asked me like, what is the difference between an atheist or an agnostic or you know like a cult leader like what what is the difference yeah sometimes and i don't really know it's really boils down to this uh how much of an asshole are you because if you're just like i don't know then usually we run around in the whole um 
you know, I'm not really sure what I am. I, I love the idea that Muslims don't ever try to hurt people. Like, I mm-hmm. think that's special because I've known Do a lot no of harm. people who are very Christian and they straight up set out to hurt somebody and that's not cute and I don't think your soul should do that (laughs) if you're gonna kill somebody it's because they're delicious and you're starving like there's a reason for it (laughs) um yes this is what I say all the time to my kids I'm like listen here if you're gonna kill a fucking animal it better be because you need to eat it or it's going to kill you those are your choices and sometimes it's their fault because they're delicious I know I love bacon and chocolate and cheese. I would be a vegetarian if bacon grew on trees. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, so this idea with prayer and what I was explaining to Scott is that an, an atheist, so th- this is the line, and here's the center. So an atheist will be like, there's nothing, and you're stupid if you disagree with me. And then you there's shouldn't some people, exist then. <laughs> there's some people that are on the full other spectrum and they're like, we're Christian. And if you don't agree, you're stupid. And both of those extremes mm-hmm. are assholes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't want yes. to see you. You're asshole. <laughs> don't tell me I'm stupid because you're farther along in some journey than I am. That's yeah. So, or I'm not even on that journey. I'm not even playing that game. I haven't subscribed. I don't even have a fucking controller for it. I'm, I'm right in the middle going, who am I to say who's right or wrong? Yeah. That's if you're killing it and you got lots of tokens in your game, go for it. I don't want to like, you know, ruin your experience, but <laughs> be nice to everybody else's experiences. Yes. Do I no think harm. Don't be an asshole should be like transcendent. In the Ten Commandments. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I know the Ten Commandments other than like, you know, thou shall not kill um you shouldn't steal or be mean to your neighbor or fuck your neighbor i don't know what they are but with permission if you're gonna yeah if you're gonna fuck your neighbor it needs to be i don't know i just can't subscribe to a book that also just is talking about killing your kids because some god told you to ew no okay mama bear over here would never ever kill my children because god told me to old testament is messy kind of shit is that it's for sure old testament is messy and i also believe that okay so we just watched eternals huh i haven't finished it i watched half of it on the airplane on the back from mexico on the back on the way back from mexico i accidentally tried to watch the elton john movie on an airplane And I was like, oh my God, I'm sorry, like, is everybody. Anybody looking? Is anybody looking? I'm always watching some fucked up weird shit, and I'm just like, nope, everybody's in their own world. I'm fine. I can totally watch this gruesome murder sex scene. Nobody's watching. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely that. <laughs> There's another thing, but like, let's just say with the whole praying thing, let's say you don't uh, subscribe to the organized religion part and you are more of a spiritual approach. So now you've determined that your God, your creator, your source, your light, your higher being, whatever it is that you want it to be can change its mind along with you. Then prayer does work. Yes. So I, uh, I'm familiar with the concept noble savage where they, they are a very good person, even though they were, you know, raised a in a, a pygmy environment that. or something where they eat people out of culture, out of necessity. Me. So this person could be a complete and utter savage, according to the rest of the 
population of the rest of the world, but he doesn't know any better. He doesn't know about your rules and your God, and he just knows the way he's been raised. And he would never do harm to anyone. He always takes care of other people in the community. Like he is incredibly noble. And if he were to die and be judged, a right and reasonable God would say, you're, you're amazing. You, you did the right thing by your heart to everyone around you, even if you had 17 wives and you ate people because that's how you, that's all you knew. So the, um, the, there are some religions who would say absolutely not if he wasn't baptized. Well, how the hell is he going to be baptized? He lives in the Congo. Why does that even, like the whole thing of babies being born into sin, I'm like, what kind of shit? Who told know. you? Who made this up? Who started telling people God that didn't these say that. <laughs> tiny little newborn pure light of the universe is some kind of sin? Yeah. Who? Yeah. Uh, Scott used to have a shirt that had Jesus on it holding up his finger that said, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. No. So here's another paradox for you. Okay. The observer paradox. So this is the one where we're getting into quantum physics where just by simply looking at matter changes what will happen to it. So like the whole cat in the box theory where um, the cat could be dead or the cat could be alive, but you don't know because you can't see in there, but it's technically dead and alive at the same time until you look at it. And then when you look at it is when you observe it and it becomes one or the other. It's kind of like the whole double slit experiment thing too, where, where light goes through the two slits and you would think that it would just be, you know, like one or the other, but light like photons can be a particle and a wave at the same time. So there are two things at the same time and they're not one thing until you're looking at it. And then that's when it decides which one of the one things it wants to be. Ah, so I believe that's probably a matter of your perception of your reality, like a Rorschach. I don't know. Like a are the a Rorschach test? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? So you can take a piece of paper. This is like a thing. You take a piece of paper, put an ink blot on it, and then you fold it in half and you mm -hmm. open it and someone's like, it's a bat. And the other person would be like, oh, okay. it's my husband's asshole. Like <laughs> it could be what, <laughs> but your brain interprets whatever it is. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Uh, do you feel like the cat is dying and alive and back and forth and it's just kind of hanging out waiting for you to look in the box or do you I think feel this like might be the whole concept of time itself where you looking outside of it as a whole it is existed it lived it died and it's still all right there but it's not anything until you look at it like a, if a tree falls in the uh -huh. woods does it still make a sound I only feel if you're observing like, it all right let, let's let's go ahead let's get weird um my son plays Minecraft? Minecraft. Yes. And sometimes so when he flies, the end of the map has to populate. And it hasn't, like, it'll take a second for all the trees to show up. And only places that somebody has, like, done anything with or explored already. But if somebody made the map, then hasn't somebody already been there? Mm-hmm. And he can log out of the world he made and log into his brother's world and try to fuck shit up and blow things up and they do stupid shit to each other all the time. But what if when we have like a Hitler or somebody terrible 
they weren't supposed to be from here at all. They just logged into their brother's account, fucked some shit up, and then logged out. <laughs> yeah, like those CIA people who are like the MK Ultra, where yes. like wasn't it the guy that like killed Oswald that killed JFK who was like what am I doing here I don't even know what's happening he had no re amnesia recollection of it kind yeah. of shit yeah somebody logged in to his account played on his controller while he went to take a piss who, and fucked yeah. shit up when he whoever came back. made our map our <laughs> world our playing uh our server whoever made all this got up to go to the bathroom came back See, and his brother had taken the controller and he COVID. Was a half dead cat it and he was comes like, back to he's like what why are people wearing masks what is, what is going on <laughs> stop oh my gosh and his brother's like fuck you man <laughs> i killed so many people while you were gone <laughs> he's like i'm gonna log into your world so funny like to me i don't feel like it's like even one or the other where they're like is the cat dead or is the cat alive i'm like is it even a cat could it be like a gazillion bazillion things and you just get to choose now all of a sudden that it's an alive cat it could have been like you know one of those things is just spinning 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 now dead cat or <laughs> or your grandma or a black shittiest hole. game i've ever played <laughs> <laughs> you get to spin the wheel. Is that say dead cat? <laughs> I was really hoping for the free hat. Damn it. <laughs> it's a dead cat so in a box. So what? <laughs> I'm not taking this seriously, am I? No, it's fine because it's an actual factual thing. Actual factual. <laughs> actual factual stuff here that we're talking about. What about free will? So then That's do we one. even have it? I mean, okay, I can't promote whatever it is I'm drinking here. So here's the thing. Yeah, and you'll never know. Um, the thing about free will, I think this is very similar to the whole some people are aware of the ownership of their own soul and some people aren't. Some people are non-playable characters. Yes. Some people are not quite all that. They are only allowed to say so many things and they can't leave the alley. NPCs. I've seen one before and so has my son. And I don't know how, you don't know what to call it an NPC at the time. This is just now the hip culture word for it. I'm sure it's existed forever, millennia. But I saw this dude on a bench and just looking at him, it was just like this weird feeling that I got. I was like, there's nothing on the inside there. He's empty. Like what, what? what's he doing here why is he just sitting there like that how did he even get a bot how is this empty body here like don't you have to have like something come in and then be like i want to be here and, and then you're like Whoop, in a body so so nobody at the controls how about when there's too many people at the controls when too many people got put into one body mm -hmm. and they fight for the chance to have the controls I'm just and imagining this tube that shoots out people and like one of them skipped one and then it threw a bunch in another one. <laughs> and they go, oh shit, Fuck. don't worry about it. It's fucking time go to go. Let's go. Ride. Are you going to report this? Are you going to do the paperwork? Let's fucking go. It's Friday. Let's get the fuck out of here. No one's going to know. They're, they're not going to believe them anyway. It's fine. There's medication for it. It's fine. Yeah. All this, they just went, oh shit. <laughs> Whoopsies. There's six of them just went in that one body Still it's better than not having anybody in the body <laughs> how did the body i mean okay so just being organic and existing is not enough okay it's enough 
just to be here. It's not enough to leave here. Is that what that means? So, but what if people can pop in and out of that one? What if that one's like a little telephone booth where they can be like, I need to make a phone call real quick. And they can just be like, jump into Jimmy. You can pop out of it. It's just, they don't let you pop back in. (laughs) You can... You can off yourself. And, I mean, and like, yeah. Just poke around at what's next, dead. but you don't get to go back and be like, my bad. Sorry, Are you everybody. you talking about the dead button? I hit the, oh, shit. I hit the wrong button. I wanted. Sorry, everybody. I wanted out, but I went back in. No, I just wanted fine. to poke around and see what was over here. I mean, what if, like, you, you, you're dead and then you're like, oh, man, I really liked that game. Maybe I just want to pop right back in and there's another dimension that you can just jump right back in and you're like, okay, and I'm back. Pandas. Great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're talking about paradoxes. Yes. We're talking about being able to have and be aware of your soul and your time in it. And that's some next level shit. Not everybody, uh, and this very much reminds me of when I try to play Minecraft with my son, <laughs> and I suck. No. I can't figure out the controls, and I'm like looking up. Oh, and this is me at Call of Duty. My son and husband tried to get me to play that bullshit forever, and all I did was shoot at the sky. I give up. Yeah. So when I walk around Miami, and I people, th- I see people that are just standing on the corner Grand wearing six days of school or six <laughs> days of of clothes on them and they're pulling a suitcase and they're shooting at the sky i know that somebody's mom is playing that (laughs) (laughs) somebody's mom's like i'm cool i'm gonna learn and they're just me that was me (laughs) i was like i got it no i don't got it guys you're doing so interesting part of my personality i don't try to give those people toothpaste I don't mean to be insensitive. It's just that I understand that they're doing their best at a game they don't know how to play. They might be really, really good at a game that is like Mario Brothers, where it's just 2D. And if they are from a different plane of existence that isn't 3D and doesn't have language and doesn't have feelings and ouch and sunburn and all of these things that are very 3D, if they're not used to that, then they're shooting at the ceiling and they're stuck in a hole and they keep jumping and they can't get out of the hole. And that's, we don't have to save them. <laughs> that's not the point. The point is to let them learn. Yes, they that's have their journey. to learn. Somehow it's so weird to try to explain to people that you picked this entire game. You picked the game you wanted to play. You went to the store and you're like, this is the one. And you got home and you uploaded the software and you made your avatar so that you knew what you wanted to look like. And you called all your friends that could come join in and play the game with you. And you went in there and you fucked up all kinds of shit and learned so much for you to be able to conquer that game. So people are like, oh, somebody chose to come in here and get murdered. Yes, I know that sounds weird, but how many games have you died in playing video games? Oh yeah, die all the time. Uh, 100% die of in, them. Dying, 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 all of them. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna die in every single game you play. <laughs> yep, all of them, you're gonna die. But every you, single yeah. time I get a little bit better and I'm like, don't fall in the lava. I'm like, yeah. how many times do you have to do that before you yeah. can be like, ah, jump. <laughs> so. I think this 
scenario that not everybody is a playable character. Not everybody can be saved. Not everybody can pray or understands that there would even be a purpose behind it. That's some next level higher vibration understanding that you are not an accident. That I mean, how many people, again, the, the noble savage concept, uh, it was, never was talked about, never dawned on them that where they came from or where they're going or anything like that. It's just day to day, try to eat, not die. Mm-hmm. Does that mean they're a sinner because they never had a moment on their knees? No. No. So do they exist outside of the constraints of religion or will they still burn in hell? Like uh, if they are unaware of their soul or that eating other people can like somehow in a weird way consume their soul. I don't know. (laughs) I'm not an eel, an eel, a people eater. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I'm the hard pass. I will eat some shit. Like I will eat some weird shit when we now, go on. If somebody was like, stuff. "This is human and it's okay," and we've like, I don't know, mm-hmm. may, I might try it, but I'm not out to kill a person so that I can eat them. You know I feel I mean? like no, I don't want to be the killer, <laughs> but I also feel like I would, I would pass on it. How Sorry. was it prepared? What temperature does a human have to be cooked at to not get human parasites from it? Like, there's too many questions. I have a meat thermometer that like tells me different temperatures for different creatures and there's too many unknowns. So what so. creature is eating us? Because everything is eating something. Are they eating our flesh or something else? I think they're eating the, like we create all of these vibrations and frequencies that are attached to like our emotions and it triggers that energy. And I think they're just feeding off of our fear and our happiness and our worries and our curiosities. If somebody is feeding off of my curiosities, we are fucked. (laughs) Yep. I taste so good. So I I totally need you to finish Eternals. And I, oh my God, we almost have to talk about this again once you've watched it. We need to talk movie talks. I just started reading. Okay, so The NeverEnding Story is my favorite movie from my childhood. I have a bunch of them. The NeverEnding Mm -hmm. Story, The Labyrinth, Legend, Dark Crystal, um, which uh, so many. Oh my gosh, so many. But I decided I wanted to read the book. And so I started reading it in Mexico. And my take on it is always watch the movie first because then you won't hate the movie, right? Because if you read the book first and then you watch the movie, you're like, well, it's fucking stupid. Why don't they just follow the storyline that's like right there for you? Oh my gosh, it's written out like the whole thing. You don't even have to think. Just make the movie. But I still love the movie. <laughs> but okay, I'm only halfway through the book and now the movie's over. And I'm in a whole nother world that I've never known as the never ending story. And I'm just like melting with curiosity as to where it's going to go. It's so awesome. My reference point to this movie with my life all the time is about to expand. (laughs) Okay. It's going to get so big. I am excited to hear the the next part of the never ending story because it was also a very formidable uh, you can control your own kind of destiny what you believe in Mm -hmm. creates your reality this is what I base my like concepts off of and then I found this whole concept of nobody has to even believe in you for you to exist and I'm like what What? like how is this you can just like jump to another dimension of the undecided dimension or the non-existent Yeah, it's an elevator that you take to the 16th and a half floor yes. <laughs> in Arizona in an apartment complex. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, the stories of that kind of stuff is like, 
eh. Mm-hmm. I want to check it out. Mm-hmm. Put it on the calendar. We're mm-hmm. going to the Alien Museum first. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, we need to pick a new fun, weird thing to go do. Like, we need a new adventure. I, yeah. We I need think something weird. If we had a uh, comment in the comment section, people could tell us what weird stuff we needed to go check out. Oh my gosh, yes. Like, I, I kind of want to go see the Georgia Guidestones, even though I know that they're in the middle <gasps> of fucking nowhere. And it just takes so long to get there. And then it's like, they're there so it is. Weird. But it's like, there it is. They're so weird. But it's the, there. It's got a super, um, like, um, hmm. I don't want to say Satanist, because that sounds like they're organized. They're obviously well, organized. Well, it was sounded really great until they got to the where, you know, that you need to kill off pretty much everyone on the planet except for 500 thousand or five yeah xanos how do we pick that like yeah hmm. i was like oh i mean <laughs> spoiler alert we're all gonna die anyways so <laughs> i guess why not like it's the bearer of bad news today aren't you just I like <laughs> i had to tell that to my kids when they were really young i was like i'm not gonna be that mom that's like if you be good you're gonna go to heaven and if you're bad you're gonna go to hell no, no. i say crazy shit like if you don't go swimming with me today i'm gonna die someday <laughs> <laughs> It's just like, oh, fine. Uh, I was like, guess what, guys? Uh, Spoiler alert, we're all going to die. It's fine. Do not be afraid to die. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Don't worry. So So. speaking of, uh, I hate to break it to you, we're all going to die. When COVID started and we couldn't have our meetings anymore and stuff, it was like, well, I certainly don't want to fucking be in Kansas anymore. <laughs> like, if I can't I leave so the house. I'm so glad I wasn't in Kansas anymore. Nope. I felt like everybody was losing their fucking shit there. We both left and went to the two best places. We went <laughs> to Florida and Texas. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Shit's real down here. I don't know where you guys are at, but we're just fine. We're just As soon fine. as I started seeing pictures of, like, people trying to get toilet paper and stuff from the stores, I was like, not weathering the storm here. I've seen enough zombie movies. Not here. So packed up, moved to the beach, and it wasn't the end of the world here. And it was still, the sun was still shining. How weird and is that? What? Still beautiful out. And you mean everything was just existing as it always has? Yep, Crazy. yep. And so I remember one of my very first viral videos, uh, which is like exciting and terrifying all at the same time to see those numbers get so high was um, I had so many people reaching out to me that were like, are you okay? Is everything okay there? And I was like, I am happier than I've, like I can see the sunrise from my bed. I have never been happier. Where is this fear coming from? And it was people all over the United States that were messaging me. So I went live from my balcony and this is when people were like quarantined to their house. Like not, some of my, my states were not allowed to leave their house. Mm-mm. Yeah, it was weird. I had to get like this written paper to cross the border to go into Oklahoma to pick up a van because we were moving in the middle of it. I was like, I don't know who's going to check my paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've crossed over this field a yeah, million times. The imaginary and line is not there. <laughs> do you just hold it out the window like there's some it. the satellites? Yeah. You're like, okay, thanks. Nobody stopped me. So from the balcony... You can see the people on the boardwalk and people on the beach and A1A, which is always busy no matter what the, you know, whatever's happening. Um, And I I went live and I said, you guys, it is not walking dead here. (laughs) There are families on the beach. There are people roller skating in thong bikinis. Like, it's Miami. It doesn't matter what you guys are doing. Yeah. 
and a lady legit like in the comments of my live I could read it while I was still live said you must not be from Hollywood to South Beach because the beach is closed and I was like I am literally right where you said I am literally at 67th like that is completely in the middle you're like you might not be from here but you I might am. not be here I am showing you that area right now and there's like six Puerto Rican families right there <laughs> like having a blast they don't care and it's not that they don't care it's that life's too short and that perception of that is different without f throughout different cultures so this video people were sharing it because they were like oh she's such a like a um what is the word where you like expose or something i'm like no <laughs> this is just my backyard yeah um, Anyway, so yeah, that video video was seen and shared by thousands of people. It was crazy, mm -hmm. but it's it was like, like everything that wasn't what was on the news. Fuck the news. I feel like you just, I like, I love movies. I love music. I love learning things and researching things. So I do love the internet and I like being connected to people but I give like, a fuck less about anything on the t if the TVs all broke down, I feel like life would improve tenfold because we would no longer give a shit about all the fake pro wrestling politics that's going on. And we would just worry about the shit right around us like we should be like, I don't know anything about anything on the other side of the world. I've never been there unfortunately I have not gone and there I don't think and I would that makes to. me a bad person and it doesn't make me stupid like no. someone who wants to make me feel stupid because they make some sort of reference and I'm like I don't know what that is and they're like how do you not know blah blah like, blah I'm not playing that game dude I don't yeah I'm like, but like I, I promise you you don't know half the shit I know about essential oils how about that <laughs> <laughs> nope don't say that <laughs> it's like my son today comes home from school and he was like he just looked defeated. He was like, I don't even know if we even really exist. Yeah, we're not here, bud. I was like, fuck, I love where you're going with this, buddy. Let's talk it out. And so he was like talking about how history's fake. Like he's way deep in the in the YouTube videos, you know, which I love. You got to go down that rabbit hole, mm -hmm. man. You got to get disappointed and fuck this life. Everything's doom and gloom before you can it's be like, break it you doesn't down. matter. Mm -hmm. So you got to go down before you can come up kind of thing. And I was like, well, you know, for thousands of years, they thought the planet was flat. They had lots of proof of it. It wasn't until, you know, a certain point in time where they thought it was round. And now they claim we've been out in space. But honestly, I don't fucking know if this planet is flat or if it's round. I've never been off of it to look back at it. I've never been somewhere else to be able to look back and be like, that's what that is. How do I'm I fucking know? If really want to like I can see the the shoreline if it falls off I'm yeah. going after it <laughs> yeah. <wanna> go. <laughs> but yeah. I know that it'll lead me right back here like yeah. I know that <laughs> yeah we're in a loop somehow we're just yeah. stuck here but I'm fine with that I'm I'm like there was one point in time where I was like, I just want to know everything. Just put it in me. I need to know. I want to learn. I need to know. And then I thought, I was like, what if you get to a point where you know everything? <laughs> then what is the point of anything? If you know everything, there's no fun in that. There, Indiana you, Jones and the Crystal Skull. Have you seen that one? 
I'm sure I have, but I'm horrible with names. I mean, Indiana Jones, yes, I've seen it. I just don't know. She finally gets all the crystal skulls collected and then they project all of the Akashic records into her brain. Guess what happens to her? She dies. Oh, yeah, she fucking blows up. (laughs) Because, but we can't handle that. No. That's why in a lot of these movies, um, God will present itself in the form of like a, a talking taco because you can't Those, handle, you can't handle humans, this shit. Yeah. Poor humans. <laughs> yep. Yep. I used to have, uh, this couple that we would see at the club all the time and he was just like super bizarrely fascinated and she just thought it was funny because he's this like tiny little Asian guy and I'm like seven foot tall and he, he would always like try to say stuff to me and I would be like, you can't handle this shit. You can't. And that's, no. that's how I feel about trying to comprehend the, the incomprehensible. Our organ for comprehension isn't capable of that at the capacity that we run on day to day. Now, for some people, they're able to unlock some of the squishy shit that we can't figure out how to work. Yeah, yeah like the like, organ itself is, is just... Uh, that's not even you. You're kind of all over the place. Like I tried to explain to one of my kids' friends that you're like Wi-Fi, and I lost him. But I was, he was like, that's <laughs> I can't it? believe that. And I'm like Wi-Fi, and I'm like, yes, just follow me here. Your consciousness is just everywhere. This is just your receiver. Yep. So your receiver is like, well, this is the spot that you're gonna see the things from, and so we are only allowed to see a few of the things from this receiver there is some kick-ass radio stations playing right now but i can't hear them because i don't have a receiver device Mm -hmm. tuned in as in like what channel what vibration i feel like chicken tonight (laughs) chicken tonight (laughs) i feel like we have so many fun things to talk about and we're never going to run out of shit because, <laughs> first of all... I'll just make some all, shit up if we do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's just an... And our minds are just always on the hunt for a new golden nugget of fun. And... I really thought I was onto some shit with the topas yesterday and I was like, not even close. <laughs> I was really running with that. I was like, we all together could manifest... Like a puppy and a sentient fucking puppy would yes. show up. I feel like this really could happen. I know this sounds stupid, but there was this, oh man, it was this documentary and I need to go find it. It was like 15, 20 years ago that blew my fucking mind about these people over in like the UK or Britain or England and they would all come together and there was a group of them that would have this seance inside of this one location and they would do it all the time and they had all their intentions in there and all these crazy fucking cool shit would start happening. Things started manifesting and falling out of the sky right in front of them like rose petals and coins and paper newspapers and like the things were happening because they were manifesting them that's what i thought i had seen at some point i'm gonna find this movie it was one of the coolest things i've ever seen yes i think you should i think the idea that our thoughts can uh control matter i think are legit Mm mm-hmm and that um, if we try hard enough, we can move things with our energy field. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't we be able to, you know, draw 
matter together like it's here it's just in different places I feel like that's what our entire existence is I mean I this body didn't just come from nowhere I definitely manifested it I should have manifested a better back (laughs) I maybe had to give up some things where you're like you can't have it all we have to be specific what are you gonna let go of and I'm like oh fuck that back all right yeah I, I definitely agree that if you're not specific in your, and, and that's even now, if you're not specific in your manifestations, then you can get weird shit. And it's like, this is what you said. And mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, oh, fuck, you're not friends. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> or sometimes you get exactly what you asked for, but you don't realize that what you wanted was not right for you. Like just because he's got good teeth and a lot of money, that doesn't mean you should marry him. All three of us have to agree. If my head is like, he has a really great asset portfolio, and my heart's like, he's really sweet, but pussy's like, are you kidding me, you two? <laughs> Shut the fuck up right now. But then sometimes, if pussy's the only one in charge, she'll be all like, this is the one, and heart's like, ah, no, he's not. Are you kidding me? Did you hear what he said to me? And brain's like, mm-mm, I don't care. Hold on one more time. <laughs> Maybe. Yes. Maybe three more times. Maybe until I find somebody else. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we all have to agree. And if mm-hmm. we, if we all agree, then it can be really great. Yep. Get everyone on board. I need <laughs> all the peoples in me to get on board for this. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know how many do. of them there are in there because I know officially there's two of them inside of me that I've yeah. seen. So I there has to be more. If, if it ever seems like, why isn't Nikki saying anything? It's because I'm standing at the microphone with my hand over going, guys, we can't say any of that. No, <laughs> no. Somebody come up with something. Oh, God. Yes. Meanwhile, I'm just going, <laughs> Yeah. Just... And why isn't Nikki saying anything? Because everybody's yelling at once. <laughs> All the voices in my head, if somebody could record that shit, it would be like some people are like, oh, you can't do multiple things at once it's impossible and i'm always like really because so far i've been singing this fucking stupid shania twain song for the last hour while planning what i need to do tonight at this wedding venue while talking to you and looking down and making notes (laughs) yeah no it's legit i'm writing directing and starring in my own show all the time yeah all the time i've got a lot of players but here's what's crazy when we talk about non-playable characters, not everybody has that. Yeah. I've just recently learned that not everybody has any sort of inner dialogue. Did you listen to my episode on it? Yes. And yes. I'm just like, what are you thinking about that? I don't know. Me neither. How is this possible? They can't think. Some of them can't think at all on the inside. Kinda some like, of them can only get think here in words. Some of them can only think in, in images and vice versa. I'm like what okay i definitely when i got this avatar i was like load me up on the inside (laughs) i want all the things i gave up my back to make sure i had a perspective that went around and around but what if we got this higher level this time because we've played several times i've played several times Maybe thousands, hundreds, Just like how when my 14-year-old gets on Fortnite, he's got all this, he's got so much shit. That's all he spends his money on Mm -hmm. is buying skins and weapons and stuff like that. But my 11-year-old gets on and he's like, 
you're camping. Why are you killing me, right? I just spawned. You're not supposed to kill me. Like, you got to give me a chance to get out of here. And Zevin's just like, boom, dead. You're dead. And when you come back, I'm going to kill you again because I'm just going to hide behind this wall until you come back and I'm going to kill you again. That's called camping. <laughs> so. Oh, I lost you. You're doing great. <laughs> Oh, now you're frozen. I'm going to cross my fingers and I'm going to manifest that you'll be able to come back long enough that we could end the show properly. Because <laughs> if not, I'm going to go ahead and roll with this. Nikki, you are awesome. You're one of my favorite people. I cannot wait to talk more and more with you. I love that you're calling me right now. <laughs> and so with that, we are going to end the first ever conversation with Nikki and Amber on Access Elysium podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Please come back for more. We'll have our shit together soon. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>